Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my vlog, where it's my privilege to highlight my creative journey and extract the various lessons that I'm learning along the way, as well as the ones that I'm applying to those obstacles. So, you know, first off, it's been a while since I posted a video, um, about a week. Normally I do uh, one every day, and that was because last week I decided to take uh, just time off and and sort of relax, you know, kind of get back to basics. It's a thing that I've talked about in the past and kind of it's ingrained in a number of lessons where if something's not working for you, get back to the basics. And so for me, I just wanted to kind of take things off my plate and really just reset because there were, you know, between the news cycles and kind of things just left and right, uh, I, I just wanted to not deal with uh, the things that I didn't need to deal with. And so, you know, while I enjoy doing, uh, you know, whether it be the blog or more specifically the lessons throughout the week that I teach, you know, in these in these episodes, I do enjoy that. But it was just a thing that, you know, it was one too many in terms of what I wanted to do, right? I just kind of wanted to almost essentially kind of go off social media um, and online, if you will. And also just my phone in general, texts and phone calls. Now, did that work out fully? No, uh, it, it certainly, and there was, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to do it was because there's just kind of so much happening and, and certainly... To I, I I don't know if this in spite of my best efforts because I don't know if I put like my best efforts forward in my intention to get off the grid if you will but there was just so much happening that I you know I kind of snuck back in if you will and you know checked in on the news and and you know got messages from my friends and things like that uh, and not that I'm upset but it, you know it did help in, in general just to kind of be a little bit more mindful. And one of the things that I tracked for myself was, okay, what, what makes me feel good and what doesn't? And I just want to kind of really be in control of the things going on in my life, right? And so I even got down to basics, okay? Like, you know, starting off in the morning and walking dogs and being, you know, getting a couple things done before I even check an email is good, right? Um, uh, and kind of just various things of this nature. So um, it, it was almost kind of scientific in that way. Like I played around with, you know, kind of mixing things up and it was like, you know, does this make me feel better or worse? And, you know, so so I tried out various things and not that I'm in a mode where I perfected it and I'll continue to tinker, but overall I kind of know the things that are better for me versus the ones that are not. And so um, I have an overall direction, if you will. One of the things that really helped last week, and I'm going to continue moving forward, is the Thrive app. So Ariana Huffington, she, you know, ever since the Huff Post, she's been kind of uh, very much an advocate of sleep and the importance of sleep. And as part of that, she's been an advocate of kind of mindfulness and us being a little bit more present and focused and so forth. And so she help develop this app called Thrive. And what it does ultimately, it just kind of, uh, it just turns off your phone essentially for you in the sense that you, you pick a designated time, you know, it can be a couple of minutes or a couple hours, whatever you want. And for that duration of time, you 
uh, don't get to use your phone, right? You, you don't get the checks uh, messages or phone calls. And of course you can put in like emergency numbers that kind of contact you if necessary. You can take pictures with your phone. You know, one of the things like we, we often use our phone for, to, for memories, right? For pros, prosperity's sake. And so, you know, the app does allow you to take photos e- even in this mode. And one of the things that you can do is like, you can turn it like where you can override, um, you know, the time that you've set or you can say like, no, I, I don't want to be able to touch it. And so for my own kind of uh, just just benefit, if you will, I, I, I selected to make sure that I couldn't override it. So that way, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I wouldn't self-sabotage myself even if I, if, I, if I wanted to, right? So it took away any sort of notion of willpower, you know, without, outside of my hands and I just had to kind of be. And, and overall, it, it worked well for me. You know, I'd set it for a couple hours while doing work and and it helped, you know, it helped me get the work done faster, helped me focus on the work and things of that nature. So it was uh, really a benefit and I will continue to use it and I highly suggest it for you. You know, works on iOS, works on Android. So check it out. That's the Thrive app. Um, one of the big things that I wanted to focus on last week you know, and part of like kind of taking time off from doing episodes was the how-to book on on the making of my first feature film called Idol. And, you know, I've been, I've been, the way I've been going about this book is I've been recording my, you know, I, I outlined the chapters of what I want the book to be. And I'm essentially dictating the chapters into an audio, into a law of like, well, exactly this one. And, you know, just kind of taking it that way. And then I, I'm transcribing the, the recordings into text. And, you know, once I have everything dictated, then I will start to editorialize uh, all, all of that. But it's just an easy, simple way to kind of walk down memory lane and also just give, uh, you know, the lessons that way. So, you know, that was one of my big focuses last week was to really knock out a couple chapters, if you will. And the good news is I finished all of, so far, I finished pretty much the early chapters and like I I got done with um, talking about principal photography of the feature film, which is a large chunk of the book. So now, you know, I, I of course will have to talk about the post-production side and there's plenty there to talk about from the editing and uh, score and color and so forth. But I would say like three-fifths of the book is quote-unquote written. And of course, this is just a draft. It'll, you know, There's going to be a lot of work that needs to be done with it because uh, the way I speak is certainly different than you know one reads. And so... That'll be a process in and of itself, but nonetheless, you know, uh, it's good for those of you that have checked in on various lessons, you know, like I'm a big advocate of just, just keep the ball, uh, moving forward, you know, just get, just keep going forward, you know, whether it's inch by inch, millimeter by millimeter, you know, any progress you can make is fantastic. And so, you know, last week I chose to focus on this and I made quite good progress. And so I'm going to continue this week and, 
you know, we'll, we'll see kind of how that goes, uh, you know, from there. But it's kind of fun, you know, it's, it, it, and one of the reasons I'm highlighting this is because in a way it, it's, it's kind of like a creative cheat in the sense like, you know, I know that the book has value. Um, and, you know, for me, I always like to express my creativity through, uh, like, whether it's writing an act, like, through fiction, right? Whether it is in film and, you know, creating the movies that I create or, uh, you know, writing them and so forth, right? Or, or novels. But uh, nonetheless, there is a huge value to writing a how-to book because I think, you know, certainly I have benefited from people that have written them. Robert Rodriguez, namely, with Rebel Without a Crew. You know, I mean, that book is what inspired me to make my first feature film, finally, and, uh, you know, the, the rest is history, so to speak. So, you know, I felt, I, I feel it, um, you know, kind of paying it forward by writing such a book. Uh, and even though it's not like, quote-unquote, tr- pure creationism in that sense, it does get the ball rolling and, you know, and, and my creative juices flowing and make me feel productive in that way. So, so yeah, it's a lot of fun and, and it helps, you know, and, and part of it is like in talking about this past movie, it gets me excited to do another movie. So in a way it, it motivates me. So that's, that's kind of been really cool uh, to, you know, as a, as a, as a side effect, if you will. Um, the other, like, as far as the creative stuff that I was focused on last week, I, you know, I've been talking about it for a couple weeks now. I'm polishing up my my novel, and that's an interesting process in and of itself. Uh, you know, it, I've been kind of taking it slowly, very slowly, but, you know, I wanted to really focus last week and just kind of knock out a good chunk, and so I did that, you know. I literally made a goal of like, let me just get through this entire novel and, you know, do all the things that I can do. And so what I focused on was kind of the very simple inline fixes, if you will. There's, I think there's like a total of six sort of more major notes that I have to address that, you know, uh, like the, the way, the way kind of our workflow goes with my editor, Emily, is, you know, we write comments in various sections through Google Docs. And, you know, the the few that are left, it's like, hey, um, you know, this makes sense, but we should also insert um, a couple of hints to it in, you know, this chapter, this chapter, and later on in this chapter. So it kind of has a cascading effect where, you know, I have to really kind of think about the larger context of things and then work in the micro of, those various chapters. So, you know, I, I kind of, again, wanted to kind of get the ball rolling and, you know, finish going through the, the novel itself, do the easy stuff. And now I can, you know, have time and really focus on the big picture stuff and kind of work on those since there's not a lot of them left, you know? Um, so I was working on that and, and I've also been working on, uh, you know, writing, what will hopefully be my second feature film. Uh, right now, tentative title, uh, although I'm pretty sure it will be the title, is In Search of Sunrise. And it's, you know, I think 
I, I finally, like a week or so ago, had a major breakthrough in terms of kind of piecing like a major plot hole, if you will. And so now that I kind of know it, um, everything else is kind of falling into place a lot more. And so as of right now, I have written uh, of the new draft 22 pages. Um, there, There's about like 40 pages that I've written in the past that I'm kind of using as just a basis, but with new ideas and so forth. And, um, you know, one of the ways that I kind of write, and especially like with, with a movie like this, that is so like, it has to be very specific in terms of its dialogue, and it also has to be very specific in terms of its visuals. And one of the things that I notice in any writing that I do, it can be script writing, it can be uh, not novel writing, is that uh, I kind of either focus on the dialogue or or the action, if you will, right? But I can't seem to to flow in between both. And so, in essence... I'm constantly having to do like passes, right? Where, you know, I'll just type out the dialogue and what they're saying. And then I'll kind of go back, you know, and I, I see, I see what they're doing in my mind, but, but in a sense, like they're, they're almost talking too fast in my mind for me to capture everything. So it's like, let me just get the dialogue. And then when I go back, you know, once the dialogue is like, there on the page, I could be like, oh, okay, and this is kind of happening, and you know, here's what's kind of going on in the background, here's what you know, someone's looking, here's how someone's reacting. So, you know, I start to really then see it from just purely visual standpoints. It's almost like their lips, um, you know, they're just making sounds, but I'm not paying attention, I'm paying attention to their physicality. And so, you know, for better or worse, I don't I don't know. I don't know how other writers kind of think about that, you know, weaving the two together. But for me, that's kind of how it was a realization that I came to about myself. And rather than kind of fight it, I've now embraced it of like, oh, you know, I'll just, you know, each thing I'll kind of do in passes where, you know, uh, whatever, whatever, usually it's dialogue that tends to be the, the natural thing that flows out of me first. So let me just start with the dialogue. And then, you know, knowing that like I've omitted a pass of action, I'll go back and work on that. So... I think that makes the process a little bit easier for me once I, you know, know that 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 is the case. And um, yeah, and I, and I, I think it's for me now. It's it's something fun because now I can, you know, I can give myself those goals. Okay, you know, focus on this, focus on that, and you know, and 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 really strengthen um, what's what, what I'm kind of going for, right? Um, apart from that. You know, not too much else to report. I did go into a drive-in movie theater. Again, this time I went with a friend. And I thought maybe going with a friend would would, would be more fun. And it was. You know, I, I had a great time. Uh, we caught up and things of that nature. But, you know, maybe maybe it's the, the fact that we went to see it. So it was a double feature, right? So, and we, we chose to see Relic and The Lodge, which are both horror movies. And maybe just don't go see horror movies because like the, the, the problem was with horror movies are so dark, most of them at least, certainly these ones were, that I couldn't discern every, anything on the screen at certain points. Like it was just pure darkness, you know, the, the contrast on, on like these drive-in movies, at least the ones I've been going to, 
I should say the two that I've been to so far, I've only been twice, uh, is not great. And so it's very tough to see. And, you know, I, I, I couldn't see and things that, so, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't enjoyable in that sense. The movies were okay overall. Maybe I would have enjoyed them more had I watched them in a movie theater or even at my house. Um, I mean, overall, I think, I think just kind of in reading about it, like I, I, I Wikipedia the plot summaries for both afterwards just to kind of almost refresh my memory of what actually happened and things like, and on the surface, like, you know, uh, I don't think they're fantastic movies, even just reading that, but I think they're worth checking out, you know, certainly if you're bored at home or something like that, um, or love horror, I think, I think, you know, um, there's something there with them and worth enjoying. So, you know, check it out. Um, I will say, uh, Palm Springs on Hulu, uh, I don't know why, like all of a sudden I was just looking up, you know, comedy movies cause I wanted to see something funny and this kind of came up and I, I have to say like, it, it is fantastic. Um, it just kind of got released on Hulu, but man, it is, it is both deep and funny and I just, I just absolutely loved it. Uh, under normal circumstances, I don't think I would have loved it as much, but I don't know, I've just been kind of craving for something that's both funny and, you know, new and things of that nature, but familiar. And this just hit all, it just checked off all the right things for me. And so I thoroughly enjoyed it. Also, uh, this movie came out a couple of years ago, but A Monster Calls, I thought that was a good movie. I watched that uh, as well. So, you know, I, I've kind of, in in that sense, I've been, you know, doing creative things, but also feeding myself a little bit creatively and really kind of taking the time to, to like, you know, just all things. Because beforehand, you know, like I was, you know, I'd, I'd put on some movie that I'd seen like a hundred times or perhaps even a new movie and I'd just be checking my phone and things of that nature, be distracted on the computer and things like that. And really, if nothing, like the word of last week was just focus, right? I want to kind of focus on and, and with everything that I did, I just wanted to give it my attention. And it felt a lot better doing that. It really did. And, you know, even even from, you know, even though I'm highlighting the various creative things that I'm doing, even some of the social justice stuff that I've been, you know, uh, one of the things that I've been trying to really figure out last week of like, what does it mean and what I can do is kind of uh, international students and how, uh, you know, they're essentially being forced out of the country, uh, you know, with, with the school systems and kind of how things are. And so, um, you know, even just in terms of how I've been approaching social justice, it, it gave me a lot more of a focus and kind of, you know, what I can do and, 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 and learning about it and things of that nature. So, um, you know, that's kind of my week in a nutshell. Of course, there's other stuff that I did and things of that nature. Um, nothing, nothing exciting in the sense of like going to, you know, bars or, you know, like what once was quote unquote normal life. But, um, you know, the, these are uh, the highlight worthy, if you will. Um, anyway, thank you for taking the time to join me. Uh, you know, if you want to kind of share the things that you're doing creatively in your time especially right now i would love to you know read about it converse with you you know i know right now it's 
it can seem extremely difficult to to be creative and and you know for me that certainly um is felt you know uh you know right now i think i you know it's one of those things people say like oh you have all this time you should be able to utilize it but i think that ignores kind of the greater context of what's happening in the world and whatnot and so you know be as creative as you can be and if you're not that's okay too um but um you know, happy to converse with you and offer any insights or just listen to you, um, you know, whether in the comment section or hit me up on social media at Phil C Tech. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you and I hope to see you next time.